0: Welcome to Pop Yak, where we yak about pop culture. Today, we're yakking about Spider-Man. No Way Home. So let's talk about the stuff I didn't really like in this movie so we can get to the stuff I did like, which which outweighs the stuff I didn't like, for sure. I don't like that Peter Parker is Iron Boy. I don't like that all of the things that make him special come from Iron Man. That just really rubs me the wrong way. I get that you want your Iron Man fix and you need assistants to yell at who have fun names. Wednesday and Jarvis but I don't think that that fits Spider-Man so much um, and I know in the comics he sort of does something similar to this when he becomes superior Spider-Man but again that's not him that's Dr. Octopus it's a long story um, definitely check out Superior Spider-Man if um, the comic book if you want to know more about that but the gist of it is that Dr. Octopus's consciousness goes into Peter Parker's body something about Spider-Man that we don't think about is that Spider-Man's fists He's strong. He's super strong. And imagine getting punched by one of his punches. That mushers up uh, Dr. Dr. Octopus's brain real good. And he needs a new body. So he's like, hmm, I'm going to just take Spider-Man's. And then he starts living Peter Parker's life better than Peter Parker has. It's really quite interesting. Eventually, Peter Parker gets his body back. So don't cry uh, and get upset because <laughs> Dr. Octopus took over his body for a time. It was only for a time. Speaking of Dr. Octopus, he's in this movie and he's fantastic. He's played by the wonderful, I believe his name is Alfred Molina. And I think it's Alfred. And oh my goodness, he's such a good actor. I just wanted to hug him through multiple parts of the movie. Especially when Peter Parker starts making a fool out of him with with his Iron Man technology, which kind of made me upset. I was like, come on, this dude was a major villain. You're just going to make him look like a fucking joke? He gets redeemed later on. I don't really like that Ben Parker doesn't exist in this universe. Like, he does. Like, Peter Parker took his luggage in... Uh, Long Way Home, or Long Way From Home, or We Went to Europe and Found Mysterio, the movie. In that one, he has Ben Parker's luggage, but his death doesn't really seem to weigh on Aunt May that much. (laughs) She doesn't really seem to give that much of a shit. And there was a moment in this movie where we needed a with With Great Powers Come Great Responsibility line, and it came too late for me. But it did come, which made me happy. But let's let's get into more of the gist of the movie. It starts off with my least favorite thing, which is, again, I, I talked about this in the first Spider-Man Homecoming. I didn't like that they took Danky away from Miles Morales and made him Peter Parker's friend. And in the comic, they kind of moved Danky away from Miles Morales to kind of separate the two. So I guess if you're reading the comics and watching the movies, you're not getting confused. But that bothered me a little bit. And also, I really don't like MJ. I think that she's really pessimistic. Spider-Man, with his Parker luck, doesn't need that in his life, to be honest with you. He can be pessimistic all by himself. He needs somebody who's a light in the darkness, you know what I mean? Not more darkness. I don't like Spider-Man one-upping Doctor Strange like this. But whatever. Other than that, I thought the rest of the movie was gold. All the stuff with Spider-Man's villains coming back was great. I still don't like the CG on the lizard. It still looks terrible. It still doesn't look good. For characters like that, use fucking makeup on a character. to have, If you're going to have them sit and do nothing for most of the movie, you just sit and relax in a, in a bubble for, for, a, for a big chunk of the movie, there's no harm in putting makeup on somebody and having them sit in there. One of the biggest things that took away from that Amazing Spider-Man movie is how stupid the lizard looked. Instead of taking the chance to go, fuck it, we have Henson under our belt. We can get them to come in here and make a really good prosthetic for somebody to make them look like the lizard really cool tail and CGI him when he's in motion I don't understand why you couldn't just do that but whatever Sandman needs to be CG and I liked the way he looked it was very the mummy for most of this movie which was dope as hell I don't understand why he turned bad at the end of it though I don't know why he was attacking Peter Parker since he I guess he just was confused and was like I don't know this Peter Parker I'm gonna smash him but then he sees the regular Peter Parker his Peter Parker later and he's like I don't know what's going on still. But everything else I adored about this movie, especially when the other Spider-Mans came up. When the other spider Man came into this movie, I, I had a smile on my face that did not leave my face. Except for when I almost cried when Andrew Garfield caught uh, MJ. And he had like a... there was a, It was supposed to be a comedic moment, but I was tearing up. I, I really was. I actually had a lot of emotions with that because I'm one of the people who... I think Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man is my favorite um i know that's blasphemy this this spider-man is really good i like him as peter parker the current one i just don't like his reliance on iron man technology other than that like he's really good at being peter parker um it's just his the circumstances which he finds himself in i'm not really a big fan of that but i loved seeing the spider man talk to each other and seeing toby Maguire again even though he was my i didn't like how old toby mcguire looked um, that was my big sticking point was, man, Tobey Maguire looks so old. I can't really buy into him as Peter Parker. Um, but I got over that quick seeing him again and was like, oh man, the nostalgia felt really good. The fight scenes were really good. Electro got redeemed. He didn't play the Etsy Spider again with Peter, with Peter's body on, but that's fine. Yeah. But I, I really enjoyed this Aunt May's death in this again, spoilers Aunt May's death in this made sense since he doesn't really have an uncle Ben figure and he got there with great power comes great responsibility line and when they mention Ben Parker it's like Peter Parker has an inkling of who that is but that name doesn't give him that much member berries you know what I mean so maybe he went to he meant to live with May after Ben's death or he didn't really know Ben that well when he went to live with May Ben died early in his childhood or something I don't know but he doesn't seem to have a connection to him so Aunt May is that for him and for us and she dies because Peter Parker's negligence essentially Peter Parker's like look I can fix everybody and everything and he tried and it ended up getting Aunt May killed and destroying fucking most of a building and they played that perfectly the big problem with Man of Steel is that they they were Superman was re- recklessly smashing buildings like he didn't care. He took World of Cardboard and said, fuck that. I don't give a shit about the World of Cardboard. I'm going to crumble it all up. Who gives a fuck? The people live here. But with this, they destroyed one apartment building and not even the whole thing, just like some of it. And it was treated with respect. J. Jonah Jameson came down with what looked like a spider slayer (laughs) to get news on this. And he was like, look at what Peter Parker has wrought. He destroyed one apartment building. He's a monster. And I really liked that they played on that. Um, Peter Parker had that moment of where of just like fuck, I don't care about anything. He he looked like he was about to go through his Spider Man no more phase, but the other Spider Man showed up and helped him quickly get that get get rid of that those thoughts. I was really hoping for a cameo from a from a Spider Verse character. Like we did get a mention. Of Jamie Foxx going, there has to be a black Spider-Man out there somewhere. Yeah, I guess that's all the Miles Morales we're going to get in this movie. Miles Morales is actually my favorite Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield's my favorite real-life Spider-Man, but after seeing Into the Spider-Verse, oh my god, Peter B. Parker was so good. He might be my favorite Spider-Man. I don't even know. I love Spider-Man a lot. I know who my least favorite Spider-Man is, and that's Spider-Man 2099. I think he's corny. It's trying really hard to do Batman Beyond and failing, to me personally. But let's talk about the ending, where he decides to make sure that nobody knows who he is. I didn't think that that's how the spell was going to work, just that nobody knew he was Spider-Man, but instead nobody knows who Peter Parker is. What if his aunt had survived? But it does. what it does do is it takes all of Tony Stark's influence away from him. There's no more Tony Stark in his life to influence him. There's no more Tony tech. He's going to have to learn how to do shit on his own. And I think that the next Spider-Man movie is going to be leaps and bounds better because of it. Um, who do I predict is going to be the next villain in the next Spider-Man movie? Scorpion. I think it's going to be Scorpion because we got J. Jonah Jameson's really pissy. He has what looks like a Spider-Slayer. And I'm assuming you're going to get Scorpion in these movies. Um, because we saw him in, I don't remember which movie he was teased in. I think he was, I think, um, Vulture was going to jail and he passed the guy with a Scorpion tattoo on his forehead. You got to give me a dumb costume, please. And you got to give him a big Scorpion tail and he has to be financed by, uh, j jonah jameson give me those few things and you can take the story at any direction you want and i'm there for it is he gonna fall in love with mj again i think having spider-man without a love interest for a while is what's best for him i think take a break from mj in the next movie because she's back to being pessimistic she started to be optimistic at the end of this one and they were like fucking no no nobody wants that and in the end scene we get again somebody who knew peter parker was spider-man was venom the Venom, some Venom symbiote stayed behind, so we could get a Venom in this universe. Hopefully, it's not Flash Thompson like it is in the comic books, because that guy's a fucking loser. That guy's a bigger nerd than Peter is, and it's funny that that guy is bullying Peter. But I can't, I can't take another skinny Venom, so we gotta get Eddie Brock in this universe to actually get the symbiote. And Eddie Brock has to be some just do not make it John Cena because he'll try to make Venom too silly. it, just make it Tom Hardy, but this is a different Tom Hardy that exists in this universe. In this universe has blonde hair that's how you can differentiate the two and make him work for j jonah jameson you know make j jonah jameson think that venom's stuff is spider-man stuff like venom does something bad and because it's spider-man-y enough there's so many things i want if you're going to do venom i need venom to have the big white spider on his chest i need that without that spider all of the goo kind of blurs together and if you need inspiration of how to make these characters look like they belong in these universes Peter fights uh, several characters that we haven't seen on screen in the Spider-Man games, so go to those games for inspiration for how to do those things, but look who's home, and it's Venom, and then Spider-Man, uh, home is where the heart is, (laughs) where he gets back with Mary Jane, she's a lot more optimistic, and you give him six limbs but that's the end of me rambling about spider-man thanks for hanging out with me as long as you did if you decided to stick it out this long the long and short of it i like this spider-man movie there were some parts that i was like yeah but for the most part i liked it i give this movie a b minus i enjoyed it thanks for listening